This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1 and there's great value for you at even that level. So please join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dumbs and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers have defeated brainworms inside an extra-dimensional Egyptian temple. Richter burned four hearts to defeat the beast. Red aided in impromptu brain surgery. And Adrian was aided by a vision of his former self he may think is Jesus. But with the looming threat of the worm's master and the new underworld sheriff, only danger awaits the mystery punchers ahead. So venture forth with us, dear friends into the mythos. So Tracy, you have been waiting for a case to drop into your lap for some time. Things have been a little bit quiet of late, and that always kind of bugs you. Now, granted, the world is kind of falling apart on a grand scale, but that doesn't concern you so much as the lack of mysteries, because after all, the mystery punchers are going to become the legendary crime-solving outfit that you believe they can be. You need a new case, uh, which is why you are thrilled um, when Addie shows up um, slightly more um, agitated than normal with news of a potential haunting at your school. And that, my friend, is how the Mystery Punchers set out on the case of the crying ghost. 
So today's uh, mystery takes place um, after uh, your experience with um, uh, Devin, but before uh, the case of Dr. Skelliman, PhD. So we're kind of in a mid-zone, um, just sort of chronologically here of, of mystery puncher antics. Um, so, uh, old man Richter has moved into town and has begun his curio shop. Um, however, he has not gone on a case with you yet, uh, cause that will happen a little bit later. But we did see him bury that box. You did see him bury a box, which is very important. Uh, and there's a potential for spoons that will be realized at a later adventure. Um, so, uh, my first question for you is what is the name of your school? Ooh. Uh, Helmforth High. Helmforth High. Uh, that's nice. <laughs> Welcome to Helmforth High. <laughs> Come on, I'll show you your locker. Um, great. So uh, I'm going to say for um, ease of our brains at this particular juncture in, in history, um, the Helmforth, uh, Helmforth High is attached to the uh, elementary school. It's kind of like one of those classic... Like, uh, this happened a lot in Port Credit, but they're just kind of like, oh, fuck it, here's an elementary school and a high school, eh, um, kind of situation. Um, I so, think they'd be in elementary school right now, right? If yeah. it's before yeah, Dr. Yeah. Skelliman. So, um, we'll say um, the high school is Helmforth High. Um, I, I think the naming uh, convention was shy at this point. So, uh, you're currently at um, uh, Helmforth Public. Mm. Uh public school uh, or uh, Helmforth Elementary sounds better um, I just cross that elementary <laughs> um, great so um, Helmforth Elementary is um, one of uh, a couple schools in town um, it is unfortunately a victim of, of the kind of classic uh, naming convention of uh, the public school that's going to get the least funding gets the most illustrious name so that people won't notice that the school is not particularly well funded um, so there are other schools in town that are a bit uh, more uh, high and mighty, a little more hoity-toity, as it were. But um, uh, Tracy, for you, this is—you uh, couldn't imagine being anywhere else. This is—and and Helmforth High is is no doubt going to be a place of, of many mysteries, um, as the the mysteries of becoming a teenager are also uh, kind of uh, fascinating and somewhat uh, frustrating to you. Um, so it is that um, Adrian, um, who. Adrian, why would you be going to public school, do you think, given that your parents have money? Uh, probably like the bootstrap scenario where they're yeah, like, you've got to live a normal building. life. And then at 18, you'll become a diesel. Right, son? And then he'd be like, yeah, yes, father. Yes. Yes. The the main <laughs> fortunes will really hit in a, in a big way right around then. Uh, OK, cool. I like that a lot. So, um, yeah, um, Adrian, you, of course, uh, always have your ear to the ground for uh, a, a good mystery as well. Um, I think kind of from what we've discussed to this point, though, um, I'm imagining that you're kind of the scully of the group, um, where the others are very excited to immediately jump to uh, magical conclusions. I think you're always kind of looking for the science grounding. Would that be fair to say? I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, because uh, I, I feel like, every, like, Benny, Tracy, and to some extent, like Benny and Tracy, I think are all in on on things being magical and and spooky and like supernatural, um, because of Sally's kind of incredibly strict religious upbringing. Um, she wants it to be true, but is also has just kind of a naturally inbuilt um, uh, 
uh, not a version, but it, it almost sounds like a dirty secret being told um, to her. Like she's she wants it to be true, but uh, it seems illicit, uh, if that makes any sense. Um, and for you, it's like there are many mysteries in the universe, but they can be solved through science and logic, not necessarily through ghosts, but also maybe spooky ghosts. Because also like your kids. So there's always that like, unlike adults who get into these quagmires, there's always that nice little caveat of like, kid logic where it's like well i'm sure it's explainable by science unless it isn't in which case it's absolutely a ghost yeah he's the guy who like clings to logic because he's scared the spooky thing is true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's me at that age <laughs> he's me right now um cool uh so um adrian um i know uh we always have to play a bit of calvin ball with your stats um, generally speaking, um, I would like you looking at your sheet to just repurpose things um, uh, future um, Adrian is good at um, into things Addy's good at. So, for instance, like little Addy Diesel likely not going to be driving cars, but you can use that set. Like, you, you use See, I'll pick like an equivalent or opposite stat to what we think. Yeah, kind of like basically use your strength that. stats as intelligence stats and all that that kind of shit. Cool. Yep, great. Uh, okay, so with that in mind, um, can you please roll me a... Um, <laughs> what are we looking for here? Sorry, folks, it's been a really fucking long time since we played, so mm. I'm just, like, purely thinking in D&D stats right now, and I gotta tell you, investigation checks do not work here. Um, hmm. I guess maybe uh, I'm basically looking for. Um, I was gonna say, did it take place in the library? Could it be library use? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking sure. I take library use. Great. Alrighty. Yeah, I was gonna say library use or or listen. Library use. We'll bounce it over there. It is okay. That is a hard success. Hard success. Okay, fantastic. So, Adrian uh, or Addy, here's uh, here's what happened to you. Um, what uh, what were you? What do you think you were researching in the library on this, this uh, day of days? I feel like Addy was doing what I did as a kid, which is he went back to consistently read the exact same almanac of monsters and spooky creatures, probably three lunches a week, as he just did all year. Like he would just continually read up on like ghouls and zombies and all that stuff because he's he, he needs to know weaknesses if they're real. Mm. Okay, um, so you were in the midst of researching um, ghouls, which uh, are, are, are at that point, uh, in terms of nomenclature, likely all you'd get. You'd get voodoo zombies, um, like Vodun-based zombie powder zombies, but you wouldn't get, like, rog brains, because uh, that yeah. concept didn't really come into the zeitgeist until Romero. That said, ghouls were, were zombies at that point. Uh, in fact, he even called them ghouls in, in Night of the Living Dead. They didn't get the zombie name until later. So, um, yeah, so you're looking into ghouls. And I think, uh, Addy, for you, the idea of ghouls is um, fascinating, kind of horrifying. I think maybe you recently read Frankenstein, like Shelley's Frankenstein. So the idea of, like, reanimated flesh is is extra spooky to you because it seems like a science problem, not a supernatural problem. But then it could also be a supernatural problem. So like that's um that's bad. That one crossed the line for you in a really gross way. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, so you're reading up on ghouls, and um, uh, you know the idea that they're eaters of the dead uh, suggests to you that like if you were to do a proper ghoul stakeout, it'd probably have to be in the graveyard. Um, but mm-hmm. you guys would have to be pretty sure. And like, how far away could you possibly be from the graveyard to watch the graveyard just to make sure there are no ghouls in Helmforth right now? Because there might be. 
Um, particularly, I think of your classmates and your your mystery punchers, you're probably the most aware of um, the world and kind of like uh, World War One was a pretty remarkably high scale violent event. So the idea that something could be eating corpses, like I think it would be easy for you to draw the line, like um, uh, connect the dots between like okay, there's more corpses than there were. Also, like what if you know, the trenches woke this up, like, oh, uh, this, what if yeah, someone yeah, brought one home? He's, like, um, preternaturally aware of consequences, which means anything can add up if he yeah. gets scared and or tired enough. Exactly, great. Um, so you've been reading up on that, um, and uh, as uh, often happens, you know, you've just been, like, idly um, going to the water fountain a lot, and uh, it got to a point where, like, you desperately need to use the bathroom and you didn't really notice. So um, leaving your favorite bookmark uh, in, in the book, um, you kind of um, uh, made your way down the halls, um, I think we'll say that the uh, the library is um, a shared space between um, the elementary school and the high school. Um, you were, of course, reading the high school section, as you were like to do. Uh, mm. Eventually, the librarian just got tired of telling you not to, so you did it, kid. Um, so you make your way uh, to uh, the closest bathroom, which is actually in the high school. And um, so you feel a little bit out of uh, out of your depth, but... You know, desperate times, desperate measures. Um, also, you're a brainy enough kid that you feel like you kind of deserve to be in high school. So this is nice. Just a little preview. Um, you are making your way past um, the girls' bathroom when you hear um, echoing sobs. Uh, and as you make your way into the boys' room, um, you hear these these um, sort of um, wailing, mournful cries uh, that seem to echo through the vent system. Um, and... Uh, of course, being in a supernatural mindset right now, uh, this this triggers some like, could this be spooky or is this just like sad teenager? Um, how do you think Addie is with with reading people's uh, emotional <laughs> levels? I feel like he's like a lot of kids in that kind of like grade seven, eight range where he's like, everyone can feel one feeling at a time. And there's always a reason like we're a little bit too logical. So... He'd be like, okay, someone's sad or scared. So um, coming out of the bathroom, um, you, of course, are, you realize that the investigation has hit an immediate wall, which is, uh, as, particularly based on the age you are, like, you literally cannot go inside that bathroom. It's against the law, <laughs> no. and it is, it's... I could go to possible. jail. <laughs> um, so you're, you, you wait outside for a little bit, um, and you can't quite hear it anymore, and you're, you're kind of concerned. But then uh, eventually um, you decide that maybe uh, you can find someone who could help you in the library. So you make your way back to the library, and as luck would have it, um, you find Sally, uh, who is um, also just kind of like looking through, um, like idly looking through the same stack of books you had. Um, you, you get the sense that she recognized your like book bag and just made her way over. Um, and this is great because, like, Sally could definitely investigate this for you. Uh, and yeah. she just turns and greets you. She's like, "Oh, um, hi, Addie. Uh, this, 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 wow, this one, this, this one looks pretty bleak. They, they eat corpses. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty intense. It might be a little bit too much for you. I actually need you to go into a bathroom to see who's crying or screaming. Uh, and her eyes kind of go wide, and she seems a bit nervous. And she's like, "What? What, what do you?" What do you mean? Is well, I, I, I don't want to call it a case. I feel like everyone just rushes into cases right now. What I want you to do is just 
go into the bathroom and see if there's someone crying or screaming. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll go check it out. But honestly, Addy, I, I think you're just hearing things. I, 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 that doesn't sound like something that would that would be happening. But I'll, I'll go investigate. Um, can you roll me a spot hidden, please? Calvin Ball, Calvin Ball. Uh, th- uh, fail, but close. Cool. Um, yeah, you uh, you get the sense, like as as is often the case with Sally, that um, there's a lot of enthusiasm there, but basically without Tracy around, like there's not a lot of um, bravery. There's a lot of like enthusiasm, but um, she really does kind of lean on on Tracy for for strength. Um, but that's fine. She seems to kind of make 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 her way uh, out into the hallway, um, and uh, so she pops into the bathroom, um, very kind of uh, furtively, glancing around, uh, and then she quickly comes back out and she's like, "Addy, there's no one in there. Doesn't look like anyone's been in there for for a while." Oh, well, that's good. Uh, great, great. It was probably just a person, uh, just howling in agony. Just they were howling. Well, I mean, I don't want to over-exaggerate things. People make maybe it was just a very loud poo. I'm sorry, I said poo. Oh, it, it, she like giggles. Um, and is, is like that. That that's okay. I, I won't tell anyone you said it. It's pretty Thank funny you. though. Um, okay. Well, I, I I think maybe we just keep this between the two of us. I don't I don't think we we need to investigate this. This doesn't sound like a real mystery anyway. I don't know. I don't really like keeping secrets from Tracy. You know, she gets very excited about things and she's usually the bravest of us. Right. But like, won't you be so disappointed if if this turns out to be nothing? You know how much she needs a mystery. I think she's a little bit scared about having to go to high school. You might be right, but I don't I don't want to lie, but I sort of spook myself with a book and I don't want to just leave this alone. What if we say that it could be a ghost. Just could. Just could. Because I don't think it's a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. Science doesn't believe in ghosts. But it could. Okay. All right. I, I think I'm okay with that. We, we can say that it could be a ghost. It's probably okay. a ghost. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's just tell her and then she can help us figure out what it is. If there's a sad person, I want to make them happy. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a ghost, Daddy, if it's anything. Um, and uh, with that, she kind of marches off um, back towards the library. You go pick up your books, and it's time to go find Tracy. Um, Tracy, wh- how do you think you're spending your day when the, the news of the crying ghost reaches you? Um, What's an idle afternoon for young Tracy? Like, I feel like she's, like, throwing rocks at things. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, can you, know. you go ahead and roll me a firearms check, please? Mm. <laughs> oh, oops. Uh, burp, burp, burp. It has been a long time. I got a 20 and a zero. Uh, so that is 20. a 20. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to spend five luck and uh, get a success. What's okay. your firearm skill? 15. Oh, 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 I have three different firearms. Yeah, sorry, firearms, uh, handgun, please. Oh, oh, then uh, that's a a hard success. (laughs) I thought it might be. Um, 
You are, oh, fuck, there's actually a throw skill. Well, fuck me. Uh, you are really good at throwing <laughs> stones. Woo! She yells bang as she throws the gun. Yeah, yeah, this uh, definitely won't be a transferable skill later in life uh, for Tracy, but for no. right now, you are super good at using a finger gun to throw rocks. Um, Benny is uh, is hanging out with you um, just like, in, in classic Benny fashion, just kind of being astounded at how good you are at throwing these rocks. Um, and uh, he's uh, he's repeating an idle conversation that uh, the two of you, I think, have had uh, a number of times now, um, which is, it's been really frustrating for both of you that your last name is Jones, but you're not related. So mm-hmm. Benny is always like, okay, but like, what if, like, your uncle married my aunt? Oh, but they didn't, though. I don't know. There's they There's got to be something. There's got to be something somewhere. This is you stupid. Know- Benny, you know people can have, like, different names. I know, but it's not cool. It would be so much cooler if we were, I mean, whatever the equivalent of cool in the 20s. It would be swell uh, if we were um, <laughs> tubular. Uh, Alabanga. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Eat. Turtles. Groovy. <laughs> uh, it would uh, it'd be, it'd be real neato if, if we were related because then, like, we could have, like, family reunions. It would be super cool. Uh, also, my family kind of stinks. Uh, I got to tell you, <laughs> the Jones family is not, my Jones family is not fantastic. How's your Jones family? Oh, they're they're great. I mean, like, hey, you can you should just come and join our family. No big deal. That'd be sure great. We, yeah, we wouldn't even need cool to change my it. name. That'd yeah. be awesome. Oh man, it'd be so super cool if we were siblings. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone be like, look out for those Jones kids, and we'd be like, we're be gonna like, throw right rocks at you. Well, I mean, you throw the rocks. Clearly, you're very good at this. Uh, I could yeah, provide I the rocks, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm quite handy, and he like holds up his hands and wiggles his fingers in a foreshadowing way. Um, And uh, with that, you you throw just uh, the most perfectly lobbed uh, stone uh, and see only too late that um, Addy is coming around the corner. Uh, Addy, can you roll me a um, a dodge roll, please? Yes, I can. Dodge. I feel like his dexterity would be the same. So let's see what happens here. That is a hard success. Hey, um, so you you see the projectile coming uh, and uh, manage to duck under it. Um, Sally just full on leaps backward with like a ah, um, and uh, the rock hits its intended target. That tree. No, not that one. That other one. Yeah, that's the one I was aiming for. Um, classic target of rock throwing games throughout the generations. Um, but uh, yes, um, Tracy, you see um, Adrian walking with purpose, dodging rocks uh, with, uh, with Sally in tow. Uh, can you roll a spot hidden, please? Mm-hmm. That's a fail. Um, you are struck by um, the fact that you could have almost hit uh, Addy in the head with a rock. Admittedly, he dodged, which is great, uh, but it's a real, like... Um, I think you would feel tremendously guilty if, um, you, if anyone basically was caused harm based on your actions or in the place of you, like it's, that seems to be a kind of a runner with red, uh, in the future. So, um, yeah, you just have the kind of that moment of like, I know, like I always have this when there's a close call where I'm like, oh my God, it could have been so bad though. It's like, yeah, but it wasn't. It's like, but it could have been. Um, so you're kind of in that mindset as, as Addy, uh, um, sort of storms up to you with, with his books. Oh my gosh, watch out. 
Yeah, this is why I told you, you're not supposed to throw rocks within the playground. You throw it over the fence. <sighs> it's fun. I don't know. I have nothing else to do. It was a pretty I good throw, Tracy. I thought it was really cool. Well, I, thanks. I could have died and you could have gone to jail. And okay, like, you don't need to rub it in. Gosh, I know. Benny's like, okay, come on, Addy. That's not fair. I mean, you know... Uh, like I, I know we all had that debate about like whether we should carry rock slings after reading that David and Goliath, uh, yeah. like poppycock thing. But like, I'm pretty sure you would have just been like concussed, not dead. And like, I don't even know maybe what that Red is. would just go to like the army. I don't know. Anyway, <gasps> you're fine. Oh, but like the ghost hunting army or like the cool army that like well, yeah, of course, cool stuff. Yeah, naturally. Come on, not like the stupid normal army. Yeah, ghost army. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, well, do you know what? We may have found a possible ghost. <gasps> what? Tell me everything. Okay, so I was, I, I had to go pee. I'm sorry I had to say pee, but <laughs> I, like, I Sally is like laughing behind her hands again. She's like, this has been the best day, really. I had to go from the library, and I, I the bathrooms were far away, and I really had to go, so I had to go to the closest bathroom, which was the high school High school. Bathroom. But I'm very tall, so that's fine. Uh, and then I went in and there was like crying and, and shrieking. And I was like, this could be a ghost. And then I told Sally to look and she said, no one was in there. And then we were like, this could be a ghost. So it was a ghost that vanished. It could be. It totally is. Sally's just like nodding behind. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. I just want a second person to look at the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The high school bathroom? Oh, yeah. That's where the cool kids are. <laughs> um, and uh, Benny is kind of nodding. He's like, yeah. Listen, though, I don't want to uh, mix it up with... I mean, we were just talking a pretty big game about the ghost army, which has me thinking, like, there's probably ways to determine if a ghost has been somewhere, right? Do you think, do you think that old guy would know? Well, I'll oh. tell you right now, I read this almanac every lunch, and there is not a book about ghosts in this whole library. There's nothing. Oh, you mean that, 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 like, what, what's his name? Like, Riker? Uh, Rickon, I think. Yeah, Riker, Riker, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the weird old guy. Rickman, yeah. I thought yeah, Richard, Rickman. right? Richard. Rickman, yeah. R- yeah, Rickman Richard. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, we should, I mean, like, maybe he has, like, ghost hunting equipment or something like that. And Sally's like, look, I've been by his store a couple times. It is super weird in there now. Cool. Yeah, maybe we can get him to roll out of there and come here and we can just rickroll this whole problem. Oh, wow. Man, that sounds like something we would never give up. Um, okay, well, should we go there? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll have no problem coming into a high school. If there's one thing I know about older people, they love when kids have mysteries for them and are strangers. Meanwhile, uh, at Helmforth Curiosities, uh, old man Richter... Or I guess at this point, just man Richter. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're. What do we decide? I'm 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 in my fifties at this yeah. point. So um, middle aged man Richter. Um, yeah. You are uh, finally um, pretty close to um, unpacking all of uh, J B Fletcher's uh, treasures that you you've managed to um, ascertain. What do you think uh, the Helmforth Curiosity Shop looks like in these kind of early days of you just kind of getting getting your footing before it really becomes kind of a lived-in? Because I, like, I have such a clear visual of it in, like, the present, where yeah, it's, yeah. you know, 
like it's just kind of stuff upon stuff upon stuff. But like at this point, mm-hmm. you're just getting set up. So what do you think it looks like in these early days? I think it's still a holdover from whatever business it was before. Mm. Um, I will say, what's like a weird thing to convert it into? <laughs> it was a barber shop, so it's not set oh, up yeah. at all for any kind of like retail display. <laughs> or anything like that there's a just just like there's a lot of chairs <laughs> there's a lot of mirrors <laughs> and it's just boxes kind of uh stacked around and stuff like that and some of them are open with with odd baubles and trinkets and things like that and 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 there there needs to be i need to construct some shelving for the multitude of books that i'm gonna have to <laughs> excuse me unpack here so um, yeah, it, it was a barber shop, and I'm I'm still kind of working, working off the bones of that. Okay, that business. Amazing. Um, so I think um, right now, um, shit. Sorry, I just need to, to flip through some pages here while we talk. Mm-hmm. Um, can you roll me a mythos check, please? Yes. Do you want me to use whatever my old stats were, or my improved ones as I've been learning about the mythos? Uh, I would say old stats, if you don't mind. If you've got them. Oh, wow. My mythos stats were super low. Like a 10 is mm-hmm. a regular success. I have rolled an 11. So I'm going to spend the one luck point to, to get a success. All right. Sounds good. Um, so you um, have actually um, struck uh, gold somewhat uh, in one of these boxes. Um uh, you found a uh, a pair of um, bifocals uh, that um, when you put them on, things just you can't you're not quite sure what it what it is, but everything just feels a little bit off. Um, and um, it uh, it's the first hard evidence you've really had since you got here of something kind of mythos related and magical. Um, with your work, uh, it's Ingrid, who's your sister, right? Yep. So um, the work you were doing with Ingrid um, was uh, a lot more focused um, because of the sort of scope and scale of of her research and the funding of her research. Um, It was very easy to find kind of occult items, um, whereas you were fully aware in in coming to America that you would have a harder time. Um, But um, these glasses, whenever you look at language, um, the words seem to reform. And it almost just like when you you blink your eyes, it's fine. But there's just enough um, that you're getting kind of the first first sense of it. Um, That said, um, you unfortunately still haven't found uh, anything uh, worth writing Ingrid about. um, Because the, uh, the sort of underlying powers you were sent here to find uh you you have not yet uh encountered um the door the bell on your uh door rings uh for the the third or fourth time of the day and uh a uh, a gentleman walks in with slightly shaggy hair and kind of looks around and says uh um pardon me sir uh is the barber in uh yeah uh, hello, uh, welcome to uh, the newly uh, opened Helmfort Curiosities. Um, we are no longer a uh, barber shop, and um, much of this will be changing in the coming months. Well, what, what happened? What happened to uh, to Harold? Harold Asman, the, the the guy who uh, 
We're in this barbershop for years. Yes, Herr Asman. Um, <laughs> he sold this property to me at uh, uh, a decent bargain, I must say. Uh, and uh, that was the last I really heard of him after we exchanged um, the ownership. Um, he has not come by since. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't get a haircut here? No. No, okay. you cannot, sir. And would you be interested in perhaps some occult literature? And I just <laughs> gesture to a small stack of books that I have out on a table. Uh, he just kind of shakes his head in disgust and he's like, so no haircut and a kraut. Great. Um, and with that, he uh, he storms out. I, I have crystals. <laughs> um... So, uh, Richter, I feel like based on what I know of, of you and kind of your, your personality, I don't think you'd necessarily be um, disheartened that no one has bought anything yet. Is that fair to say? Right, yeah. Because it's kind of almost like silver lining is like, I get to keep it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I, uh, very, very poor business play. I think I, I may have mentioned this in one of the pre-show chats, but I, I stayed at an Airbnb in Halifax once that was a curio shop and they mm. just turned an office in the middle of the curio shop into an Airbnb, like a hugely illegal Airbnb suite, but it was like right. super, super cheap. And yeah, basically the guy's like, I'm a hoarder. And I realized I was going to die under a pile of garbage uh, unless I found a way to not live with it in my house. So he literally opened the shop just so that he could continue to go like garage sale hunting mm. uh, and not die so i feel like that, that's a fair thing he also didn't want to sell any of these like oh, i'll sell these jeans but like <laughs> the weird jackalope mounted yeah. head like that's for me and these right, creepy right. dolls and i'm like this is hell um <laughs> but also delightful uh okay cool so that's great so yeah uh just you just kind of shrug uh and, and go back to um examining uh this this latest box of, of stuff and kind of trying to figure out what your shelving solution is going to be um when uh you uh feel a tug on your pant leg uh, and as you turn, uh, you see a bunch of children who seem to sneak through the door as the, uh, the man was leaving, uh, thus sneaking up on you and, um, no doubt bringing troubles to your door. Yeah. Um, so Tracy, you've just plucked on, uh, old man Richter's pant leg and uh, sorry, uh, Tyler, what were you going to say? Just say uh, no, no, Kinder, uh, please follow your father out, out the doors. I, we did uh, not sell He's not my toys. dad. Ah, and we're not yeah. looking for toys, okay? We're very serious ghost hunters, and we're here to ask your opinion. Benny's like, yeah, but also if you have toys, I would like to look at them, please. No, no, <laughs> Benny, no, we're here for the ghosts. And ghosts. I... And it, it, it could be a ghost. It could. It totally is a ghost. Hey, friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yes, I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there. Join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. A ghost, you say? Yeah, like a crying ghost. In a washroom. A weeping ghost. Hmm. Yeah. See, I did told you, you he'd know about this. Did you see this uh, ghost at all? Uh, Technically, uh, we, we heard crying, and then we yeah. saw 
nothing. Adrian is realizing Ooh. how deep into this story they have now gotten. Yeah. This was just supposed <laughs> to get read to go into a bathroom. Yeah. You heard crying in a washroom. Mm-hmm. And you went in and did not see anyone. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, Sally? Clearly a ghost. Uh, yeah, there was there was no one in there. I'm pretty sure it's just a ghost. But honestly, if it's a ghost, it's probably gone. I think we should probably just leave it. It was, it was a cool spooky thing that happened. But like, I no. guess it's done now. No, Sally, no. We need this. I need this. Sally, uh, it was then in the the ladies' room. Yeah? Um, yep, yep. Just a regular high school ladies' room. I don't think there's anything special about it. A high school ladies' room. Ah. So, sounds to me like you heard someone crying in a washroom stall and didn't see them because they were on the toilet. So, mystery solved. Very good. Okay, Goodbye sir, now. Goodbye. Sir, I sir, have to unpack. Sir, I need your finest ghost hunting equipment. Um, Red, can you roll me a persuade check? Mm-hmm. And um, Richter, can you roll me a mythos check, please? That's a success. It's a big old fail. Okay. Um, yeah, crying ghost doesn't really sync up with anything you, you're you aware of. Um, but there is that part of you that knows, like, there's got to be something here. Like, you and Ingrid spent a lot of time tracking kind of obscure references um, to great old ones and, and their kind of places of power. And they're, like all of your research couldn't be wrong. And honestly, the spectacles are neat, but they're also not from here. So it's nice that they're operational here. So admittedly, even though you you, you think this might be bullshit, um, you actually kind of can't turn down a lead at this point. Sir, I, I understand your hesitancy, but I think what we're asking is very reasonable. All we want is for you, a strange, foreign, <laughs> middle-aged man, to go into a high school girl's washroom for us. I don't know why you're so worried. Benny's like, or if you have any books about how to track ghosts or any like cool rituals or like ghost candles or uh, like goggles. Know. Yeah, Do you run a ghost school where we could just learn things and read books about ghosts. Yeah. What's an ectoplasm? What? How do you know about ectoplasm? <laughs> Isn't that like a puberty thing? Is it like uh, an orgasm? Because I'm confused about both. Uh, and Benny's like, okay, uh, seconding that question, also confused about both, but I read about ectoplasm in a comic. <laughs> he's, he's got like a, a pulp like magazine uh, that he pulls out and he's like, very serious stuff. They have all the leads. I see. American rubbish is what that is. Uh, no, now, this one is American dark tales, but is American rubbish good? Should I be reading that one instead? Do you sell comics? No. No, I do not sell children's toys. No, or he sells ghost or... goggles. Okay, so I do not we sell would ghost like to... goggles. The closest thing I have is these bifocals. Was it? Uh, well, I'm not going to get into the bifocals. And I like put them in my breast pocket. Okay, <laughs> I want to take your ghost classes, and then we would like you to go into the bathroom in the high school, please. Yeah, young boy, you could not afford my ghost classes. So you do teach ghost classes. I don't know if you know who I am, but I'm Adrian Diesel. I'm Derek to the Diesel Pants Fortune. So I could probably afford the classes if I talk to my dad. You and I will talk more. You three, (laughs) I have nothing for you here. Uh, your, Your little ghost story is intriguing. However, I will not be, after the impressions that I just made with one of your citizens, I will not be walking into one of your high schools into your women's washroom. 
to investigate the moanings and cryings of a girl. Oh, oh yeah? And Adrian just like crosses his arms and he says, my parents might be willing to pay for classes for all of us, even though you're not from here, but they would only do that if I thought you were my friend, you know? Like a friend who would go check out a washroom and then figure out whether it was a ghost or not. And if it wasn't a ghost, figure out which kid it was so that I could know what's happening. Where do you live in Helmfort? Oh, you know that big white house on the hill? I do. <laughs> yeah, with the gate. And then we got like two cars. That's our house. Yeah. Yeah. You so know, you know you that factory? Yeah, you know that factory from a town over that always smells like pants? <laughs> That's my dad's. <laughs> that is your father's factory? Mm-hmm. What is your family name again? Diesel. Diesel. All right. Not, we're, we're on, the, we're on the up and up. We're not the famous yet, but we're very rich. Very rich, I am, practically a king. I am very impressed, um, young Sir Diesel. So here's what I will do. If you can provide to me funding for the ghost classes for you and your three other friends, then I will accompany you to the high school uh, as, uh, let us say, a, um, a field trip of sorts. Um, strange to have a field trip to go to a school, but this is the nature of my classes. Very strange, very mysterious. Uh, do not question my methods. Okay, I'm sorry, but Tracy says we have to do this to make a deal. Uh, and Adrian spits in his palm and then holds out his hand to shake. And, and he'll, like, kind of gingerly take your hand and shake it up and down. All right, wonderful. That's, that's a very official deal. Now, let's go find the toilet ghost. Yes. So, Richter, what occult item would you bring um, in order to ascertain whether there is a ghost or not? Um, I talked about crystals earlier. Uh, he, he would bring a, um, a crystal, uh, like, a, a, on a pendant. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it it lays basically like dead string, just dangles. But um, it is my understanding through my research, I haven't ha- been able to put it to practical use at all, but it does seem to sway or turn on its axis uh, when in the presence of um, spirits and specters. Cool. Okay, yeah. excellent. Uh, so with that, uh, you close up shop, um, and, um, you, your ragtag brigade starts making their way to the, um, to the high school. Oh man, I've never actually seen a ghost before. This is so exciting. Ugh, Addie, I can't thank you enough. You know, I really kind of, I needed this ghost. Yeah, you said you needed it, so that's why I spent dad's money. You're the best. Thanks. Your dad's not gonna be mad, is he? Probably. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he didn't become a pants baron by spending wildly. Um, All right, so you arrive at the high school um, and uh, you start to make your way in. Uh, It is the 1920s, so weirdly, like, a middle-aged man randomly walking through a school is probably just like, oh, good, someone's guardian. Lessons to be learned. Um, But uh, there is a teacher who is uh, a little bit more on it. Um, you, um, see her, uh, come around a corner and, uh, immediately like, uh, Tracy 
like your your stomach falls because uh, this is <clears throat> the notorious uh, Evangeline Chase uh, or uh, Ms. Chase, as she insists on being called. Uh, and she is the strictest disciplinarian in the whole school. And uh, she is not one for, for tomfoolery or hijinks. Um, and despite being a teacher in the high school, uh, she has become somewhat of a nemesis of yours. Oh, okay, um, so she knows me? Yeah, because I, I feel like um, Tracy's the kind of person who's never fully respected the high school, elementary school divide. Um, Correct. And uh, as a result has been become like a known quantity in the high school for, for hijinks and shenanigans. Um, particularly because investigations recognize no borders uh, mm-hmm. because ghosts recognize no borders. So <clears throat> she immediately sees um, you and the mystery punchers and like um, Sally just like tries to fade away into the, the background uh, and uh, Benny um, kind of panics and leaps behind a garbage can. Um, Adrian, I feel like you probably have a decent relationship with her because you, you respect rules um, and she respects that. Um but, uh, yeah, she's immediately suspicious, and she approaches and just says, Now, oh, yes, Miss Jones, Mr. Diesel, and a man. Pray tell, why are you in the high school halls? You know this is no place for little children. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so, like, this is my uncle, and uh, he's in town, and I was just giving him, like, a tour of where I'm going to be going to school in a couple years. Because this place is so cool. Adrian turns bright red. And Richter, <laughs> his eyes go wide and his jaw is just slack at like, that is a fantastic tale she's weaving on the spot. Just um, immediately impressed. Can you roll me a... Uh, I think An we'll improv say, check? Yeah, yeah. Um, There's I think acting, we'll go there? with... I thought there was something like that education you want me to roll education i do to see if you are knowledgeable enough to not uh compliment her on this tale that she is weaving i am not seeing education unless it's it's higher characteristics oh that's why top right Mm. got it oh this he said brashly before rolling this should be an easy roll oh no oh sweet um that's a hard success Nice. Uh, yeah, you're you're amazed at this. Um, Ingrid was always the fast talker of the two of you, so like this isn't the first time you've seen it, but it it is amazing to watch like a child do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so um, uh, Ms. Chase just kind of nods and says, "Oh, very good, your uncle. Well, it is my pleasure to meet you, sir. Um, it is." Also a pleasure of mine. I am her uncle. What's your name? My name is Uncle... Richard. He likes to go by by Uncle Richard. I'm calling you an adult by their first name, Mr. Diesel. That is quite presumptuous. I'm sorry. It was at his request. It wasn't me. I'm a boy. She He's gives you one of those, uncle. like, withering looks that truly only educators have mastered, which, like, actually means nothing, but it could mean anything. And, yeah, it, Addy, this is, like, this is worst-case scenario. Like, your education might have ended today. <laughs> no no university for, for Adrian if this, if this stands. I'm, I might go to jail. <laughs> and uh, she looks back to Richter. 
Does, so, um, pray tell, what do you think of our facilities? Ah, this is a school. And I like it. Uh, she smiles um, in like that like weird, uh, I feel like I shouldn't smile smile that um, Angela Kinsey does so well on The Office where it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be smiling, but I'm smiling. And yeah, uh, yeah in, his, in his effort to like... <laughs> try to come up with this story on the fly that he's like, he's just so bad at it and always so impressed. Every time red has like this amazing cover that she comes up with on the fly. Uh, and so he's like, it's almost like he's flirting with her by accident. He's like, I like what I see. Oh yeah. She's all in. She, <laughs> this is fantastic. You, you've managed to like compliment the only thing she has in her life. Um, and uh, because you're so busy running side games. Yeah. She's like, well, I, Miss Jones, I've told you several times that uh, you shouldn't be in the high school until you are graduated into it. However, I suppose exceptions can be made for bringing such interesting men around. Uh, uh, Mr. Uncle Richard, I hope to see you again. Now, yes. off you go. And she does the little, like, fluttery hands business. Uh, but she doesn't stick around uh, to watch you go. She... she um, rushes off down the hall, um, just yelling, uh, like, she's just like, Devin, I saw what you put in that locker! And she just, like, storms <laughs> off after him, and he, like, runs off around the corner. Richard, like, lets go of a breath he didn't know he was holding. <laughs> so he's like, oh, that was, uh, that was really something. Uh, oh, fine, right? Good job! Lady. And she, like, holds up her hand to high-five you. And I daintily shake it, just like with <laughs> Addie. And, okay, uh, let's go! Yeah, with that, uh, you make your way to uh, the bathroom. Um, Richter, if you're, in fact, going to go in, what's what's the plan for, for getting Richter into this bathroom? Are you guys going to, like, try and sneak in? Is the whole team sneaking in? What uh, What's your kind of marching order? I feel like I would go in, and I would have, like, I would tell Addie or Sally to keep a lookout. Mm-hmm. I think Addie would definitely volunteer to keep a lookout because he'd be too scared that it would break too many rules for him, a boy, yeah. to go into the girls' washroom. Cool, yeah, so Sally will go in as well then. Great. Uh, yeah, Richter would just request that you make absolutely sure that the washroom is completely empty before he, yeah. he enters. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in first. <clears throat> um, great. So, Red, you go in, um, like a high school girl brushes past you on her way out, um, giving you kind of classic high school girl snark um as she does so um and then uh you make your way in um uh, the space does does seem empty i'm gonna like open up all the doors you know just double check that nobody's like standing on a seat or anything like that mm -hmm. um <clears throat> cool so um yeah you uh you open the doors uh no one's in there um so you're, you're all clear and with a furtive glance out into the hall, you nod, and uh, Richter and Sally, you sneak in. Um, so, uh, Richter, what's the uh, ritual you're, you're going to do? Sally's kind of like, so um, Adrian said he heard someone, and then I came in, and there, there's definitely no one, so it's probably a ghost. Did you hear anything, Sally? Oh, me? No, no, no. What? No, I, I, was, I was nowhere near here. I was in the library. Uh, can you both roll a uh, spot hidden check, please? Normal success. 
Oh, failure for okay. sure. Um, Richter, uh, I mean, kids are still kind of a mystery to you, um, but uh, Sally seems like really agitated and uh, trying a bit too hard. Um, okay. Um, it's all right, Sally, relax. I, we're not going to get in trouble for being in the washroom. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, of course on not. lookout. It's okay. It's going okay. to be okay. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a ghost, maybe. But I, I, I wasn't here, so I wouldn't know. It's totally yes. a ghost. Just want to confirm, Addy heard weeping and crying. You heard nothing. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, because I wasn't here. I was in the library. I was nowhere near yes, here. Yes, but when you came... Oh, when I came in, there was no one here. It must have been a ghost. When you came, you saw no one, and you heard no one? Yeah, I didn't hear anything. No. Yeah, okay. The ghost good. was gone. Uh, and uh, so I'll take out my little pendant that I brought with me and just kind of like straighten it, hold it in place, and then release it to see if it starts to sway or, or angle in any direction. Uh, it does not. It hangs um, almost perfectly, perfectly still. And I will just slowly make my way around the perimeter of the washroom, just kind of following the walls. Sure. Um, so you start making your way um, around the uh, perimeter of the walls. Um, uh, Sally is looking very expectantly, like you're definitely going to find a ghost. Um, Tracy, what do you think the odds of that of Richter finding a ghost are? Um... I mean, I hope it's high. Cool. Um, yeah, I think while he's doing that, I'm like checking like the toilets and like mm -hmm. like being like, "Hey, is there anybody in there?" Like, like. Um, so the uh, you've never been in the high school bathroom, I assume. I imagine you've probably been other places. I don't know that this would hold. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did say the cool kids were here. Do you think you've tried to sneak in here before? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so you are, uh, you are shocked and a little taken aback, uh, by the graffiti, uh, that's in these stalls. Um, there is some racy stuff written, uh, that, uh, though of no, um, personal interest to you necessarily is interesting just in a, like, mysteries of, <laughs> mysteries of high schoolers, um, kind of way. Um, but, um, there is one thing you notice that seems a little bit out of place, uh, and it seems to be um, someone has scratched an eye uh, into the um, the stall uh, wall. And there seems to be a triangle around it uh, with lines kind of uh, reaching off. Um, and um, beneath it, uh, someone has um, scratched the words uh, Croatoa. Cool. Uh Crow, crow, Croatoa. Hey, hey, Rick, Rick, Ricker, Richter. Have you ever seen this symbol before? It's weird. Um, so, Richter, you make your way over and um, you, like, your heart, like, your pace, or your, sorry, your pulse um, quickens um, because you have indeed seen this, this term before. Um, this is, in fact, the... Uh, the lead you've been sent or that you've come to America to, to investigate. Um, you've only ever found references to Croatoa in uh, passing. Um, no one's quite sure what it means. Ingrid has some theories that it is related to the mythos. Um, you would know from history that it's current, uh, that sort of the, 
the background she gave you is that it was a, a word found in the um, abandoned uh, Roanoke colony um, in kind of early America. Um, no one knows what it meant, but the colony expected to be full of people was completely abandoned and empty. So it's not, you don't have a direct one-to-one. You've never seen this I logo before, um, but it is evidence of um, what you, you'd hoped to find here. Um, um, you also I'll find... Hmm? I was going to say, I'll, t- I'll take a little uh, a little found pen um, and notebook and just, oh no, a pencil. I will take out a pencil and, and a notebook and just scribble that in, scribble that away into a notebook. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, I'll watch your character do it and then put it away and then have to push a button to take it out and read the thing that obviously I'm going to read The Last of Us 2. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> just let me read the fucking journal entry. Don't make me fucking push a button. Um, <laughs> so you do that, um, and uh, obviously it just kind of seems to be of, of vague interest. Um, do you say anything to uh, Tracy about it? Um, I'll just uh, commend her for spotting that out outside of all of the, you know, like, you know, like P plus H equals heart kind of graffiti and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and yeah. Um, what? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, that's why I'm like a mystery puncher. I find stuff. So what does it mean? Does it mean something cool? Does it mean there's a ghost? That word Croatoa um, is very intriguing. Did you know? that there was a very early American colony that was expected to be full of settlers, uh, but everyone disappeared. And that word was found inscribed there. And no one knows what it means. But where that word is, word was, all the colonists disappeared. Just like the girl who was crying disappeared. Well, I mean, that could also have been just someone using the washroom and leaving. So, we will return to the pendants. That is extremely interesting. Well done. Good eye, spotting that. You have, uh, how do you say, a, a knack for this. Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, uh, outside, um, Adrian, um, the uh, principal is approaching. Um, is... Uh, uh, his name is, um, oh, Jesus, uh, Barry Bullock. Um, so, uh, Principal Bullock is uh, making his way down the hall. Um, this guy is a, uh, a John Goodman type. Uh, so sort of a, a big guy, big suit, takes up most of the hall. Um, just as a kid, you would assume that, I mean, in real life, he's just a guy walking down a hall, but like, there's something about like, I think like tall big guys in suits when you're a kid that's just like, holy shit, like, ah. And um, he is uh, making his way down the hall uh, and he sees you standing outside the uh, women's bathroom and he just says, Mr. Diesel, why are you here and not in class? You're a very promising student and I look forward to being able to uh, properly guide you once you reach these hallowed halls, but in the meantime, you have no reason to be here, do you? Uh, I'm just waiting for a friend so that I can walk them back to class. The teacher wanted to be sure that they went back, so they sent me. Ah, a very responsible thing to do. Uh, Can you roll me a... um... 
a fast talk check? Or persuade. It'll also take persuade. Oh, yeah. That is... That is an extreme success. I rolled a 12. Nice. We're kind of Calvin Balling all of it. That's, yeah, I understand. He, uh, he, he nods and smiles and just claps you on the shoulder, which, like, almost knocks you over and just says, uh, they say chivalry is dead. Well, good for you, Mr. Diesel, and I hope your affections are returned. And then he winks at you and, and wanders off. Adrian is completely lost in that and is like, okay... Then he'll just stand there kind of awkwardly looking at his book and being like, did I, am I in love now? Like who, who what did he think I did? Um, so back inside the bathroom, um, Sally is, is clearly getting agitated now. Like this is a little too exposed for her. Um, and she's just like, come on guys. Like, it's great that you found that, that spooky carving, but like, we got to go. Ali, you can wait outside if you'd be more comfortable. I, no, I, I just think we should all go. I think it's very I need important to check- that we all go. Each of these toilets, this uh, the crystal wounds, that will be the end of my investigation. Okay. Yeah, Sally, what are you so scared of? I'm here. Just like, like, when just have get, I ever we'll let get you in trouble? Like, oh, I don't want to get in trouble. Fine. We have we have this guy with us. My uncle, remember? Well, admittedly, um, I of out of the three of us really shouldn't be in here. <laughs> uh, so, Richter, you um, make your way through the other stalls, and uh, uh, there's nothing of interest. Uh, the crystal doesn't move. Um, and so, having concluded your investigation, um, the three of you um, get ready to leave. And um, Red, I imagine you're kind of leading the way. Yeah. Or Tracy, rather. Um, so, Tracy, you, you lead the way. Um, Sally's behind you. Uh, Richter, you're bringing up the rear just in case, like, they pop out. There's, like, five teachers. Um, you can, like, hop out a window or something. <laughs> um, but as you um, start to leave, um, you actually feel uh, the string uh, begin to shift. And as you kind of look down, um, you see the crystals start to point at Sally's back. Uh, stop for a moment, Sally. Um, so, Tracy, you, you, you're like halfway out the door. I'm going to turn around. Um, okay. Uh, pendant. <gasps> Sally! Is there a is ghost? She, is Sally wearing a backpack or is it just her... Her back. Just, just at her back. Are you the ghost? I, is she how, the ghost? How could I be a ghost? She is not the ghost. I am certain of that. Well, what is that? What does that mean? Um, you can hear all of this happening, Adrian. Uh, the door is cracked open. Uh, there are a, like the period has just shifted over. There are a bunch of people entering the hallway. Uh. Everyone is coming out now, and you guys are yelling about ghosts through the door. Maybe we should leave and talk somewhere else. Yeah, Richter, you see a bunch of, like, students coming. Yeah, yeah, good, good. We will go now. Everyone out. Um, so uh, you guys get swept up in a, a mob of students. And uh, Richter, you're able to slip out, but um, Mystery Punchers, you're basically kind of forced to sneak back to class. Um, there's really no way around this. Um, so you... Um, return to, um, I mean, I guess this was a school day. I guess you just had, maybe it was lunch, um, that you kicked all this off during, um, I think would make the most sense since you're in, it's not like you have periods in elementary school. Um, so, uh, everyone's kind of swept, uh, swept up in a way. Um, 
Adrian, uh, you end up in class with uh, Benny, who's just like, so what happened? I was hiding around the corner. No one saw me. Yeah, well, I was talking to, I overheard in the bathroom that there was no ghost, but they found a symbol, and then Tracy thinks Sally's a ghost or something? Oh, she's not a ghost. That's ridiculous. Wait, I know, that's what ghost? I thought too, but... Has she been dead this whole time? What if we're all ghosts? Whoa. Do you think that's why the old man Richard agreed that we could take ghost classes because he's going to trap us? Maybe. Well, wait, if we've been ghosts the whole time, d- does that mean other people are ghosts too? Like, do we see dead people or do they see us? Okay, this this isn't heaven because that's clouds and harps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Only white people, from what I understand from all the pictures. That's all I've seen in paintings. Uh, and I don't think it's hell because no one's poking us with sharp stuff. So Yeah, also all the fun people are supposed to be there. Okay, either we're alive or this is purgatory. And either way, we need to do good things to get into heaven and not go to hell. So I think we just got to treat this as normal. Okay, all right. Let's Let's do that then. But this is this is quite a pickle. If the old man tries to put us in a cage, we don't go into it. No, 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 no. Wait, cages can catch ghosts. Um, and then we cut back to uh, Tracy and um, Sally, um, who are sitting in math class. Um, and Sally is just kind of muttering, like, I am not a ghost. Okay, but then why was this crystal thing pointing to you? You seem like super upset about all of this. And I'm just saying, you don't have to hide anything from me. I mean, we don't even know if his crystal works. But like, and she she like, she just goes like full red. Uh, And she's like, okay, okay. um, mm, um, So something happened to me today and (gasps) I don't really know what it is, but I think it means bad things. Um, And I was just a little upset about it, and I didn't want Addie to know, or anyone else to know, so I just said it was a ghost. But, like, I I went to the high school girls' bathroom because I figured no one would find me there who knows me. Okay. What what bad thing? Is it something we can punch? I I mean, I would rather you don't punch me there. Um, It's a bit of a sensitive area. Um, I just, I, uh, I, I started, uh, there's, there was blood and, um, I, all my family says is that that means I'm, I'm ready and I don't know what that means. And I don't want to tell them because I don't want to talk to them about this. So like, don't punch me in my bits. That would suck. It's. Oh, have you heard about this? Yeah. Wait, How do you know about this? I thought this was like a church thing. I don't know what your church is telling you. Or like what being ready is, because that sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. But like, uh, I mean, that's, I think it's totally normal, but it still doesn't like, still doesn't. So you were the one crying? I mean, yeah. But like, you can't, t- just don't tell the boys. I don't want them to think I'm weak. I want to be tough like you. You will be. And you know what? You're like a different kind of brave. And I'm not going to... No. We, even even if is, I'm a ghost? I really don't think I'm a ghost. Are you like, a ghost? No, I don't oh. think so. But like, would I be a brave ghost if I was a ghost? Totally. Like, oh, nice. ghosts are invincible. Okay, that's pretty cool. I guess that's it's, pretty cool. It still doesn't explain why his little pendant thing was like aiming at you. Tracy, 
it, it's a it, it's a crystal on a string. Yeah. Maybe he just moved his hands. We don't really know this guy. I don't I don't really know that I I don't I don't know if he knows how to find ghosts. I mean, don't get me wrong, he seems like he knows some things, but doesn't he seem a little bit like what what Addy's going to grow up to be, just a guy who has a bunch of books about spooky stuff who doesn't really know how to find them or punch them? I mean, kind of. You had to convince him to come with us. That doesn't sound like a mystery puncher to me. Yeah. That sounds right? like, like a mystery reader. Who wouldn't want to go to a high school girl's bathroom to investigate ghosts? Right? Yeah. I mean, that is a call to action and adventure if I ever heard one. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. Like, we won't tell the boys it was you crying. But I still think it's worth investigating, like, this whole crystal thing. Okay, well... Look, how about this? You tell me what you know about what the fuck all this means. Oh, sorry I said that, but honestly... It, yeah, I it, like it. It's worth it. I, I just, I mean, Addy keeps saying poop and pee a lot, and it's just kind of got me in a... It's got me in a, a sailor mouth mood. Yeah, you know what? I just, it's been quite a day. Um, I'll go talk to to uh, Uncle Richard later and see if if he, he can give me a proper explanation of, of what that means. But in the meantime, if you have any hints about this, um, I've been like using my socks and I don't think that's the best way to go about this, but like, I don't have anyone else to ask. So with that, uh, Tracy, you very quietly and in a way that only kids who don't have sex ed in the 1920s can, uh, you try and explain, um, what's going on uh, to Sally, whose eyes are wide the entire time with like, Oh, and then there's like relief and so on and so forth. Uh, you get yelled at twice, um, for talking during math class, but, it's worth it to help a friend. Um, later that night, um, Richter, there's a knock on your door. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, you probably just closed the shop. Um, so you're just kind of heading back into the back room. Um, I think you've probably um, rented your place at this point, but you haven't really furnished it or anything. There's still just so much to do in the store that um, you're heading back to um, a, a deep shame that you, you have not shared with anyone, which is your attempt to build shelves. Um, they are, uh, if you thought Ikea was bad, you should see 1920s building theory. Um, so you've got like hammers and nails and wood. Um, but I think right now it's very much like um, uh, the Homer Simpson barbecue pit, where it's just like everything's at like a bad angle for some reason. And like the nails didn't go in straight and the books just slide down like an ancient orb on the shelf and just like rolls off and shatters. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, circle's my only way to talk to Sauron. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bad first attempt. And I think uh, similar to me trying to build games in VR, it's a thing where you're like, I can just do this. And then uh, like after two hours, you're like, this is going to be several months of my time. Um, so you're, you're heading back to deal with that uh, when there's a, a knock on the door uh, and you open it uh, to find um, Sally. Uh, who is uh, standing there alone. Uh, and she just says, um, uh, pardon me, uh, uh, Mr. Richter, um, could I have a word? I know you're closed. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, young Sally, uh, the ghost classes will be an another time. Um, I um, am busy. It's, it's, it's not moment. really about that. Um, it's, it's about this. And she reaches into her bag and pulls out a metallic pendant with the entombed eye etched into it with a sort of a red ruby where the eye is. 
and you feel kind of an immediate sort of like pulse of of power off of this. Um, And uh, she just kind of holds it out to you and she says, um, I think you might know more about this than you're letting on. And I think we should have a talk. And with that, Richter, you welcome little Sally into your shop. And though the mystery of the crying ghost was solved, the mystery of the entombed eye was merely beginning. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Beyond the Dark. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.